This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Pink Flamingos. An exercise in poor taste. This week's episode of Slaughterhouse Princess is brought to you by Methroids. Are you not fast, angry, or paranoid enough? Hey! Welcome to Metroids. Princess. I'm Chris. I'm Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. And hey, we It was inspired by a conversation that came up at my house this morning. It's fine. Mm, Methroids. It's meth and steroids. I mean, you would could lift a bunch of fucking weights that way. That's all I gotta say. So fast, and you would be so worried about what those weights were saying about you. Yeah. I mean, it does weights be fucking clean afterwards. Really clean. So clean. For like 36 straight hours. And like, how much of your face would you pick off? I guess it depends on what the weight tells you to do, I guess. I mean, all your face. Yeah, it'd be Hellraiser style. Yeah. And, uh, so we're done. we're done with this mess now, guys. Yeah. John Waters... We followed our, our descent into John Waters' madness, which is watching John Waters in reverse order. Yeah. Even stuff that didn't make it to fucking the podcast happened. Yeah. Yep. Yes. We'll do Desperate Living again. Sorry, people. We uh, had some technical difficulties because Chris doesn't know doesn't know how uh, Windows updates work, apparently. Desperate Living is great, though. Hey. I just want to see just because the... Episode yeah. didn't work out, Chris. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do it again. Don't give spoilers, Hotlanta. For fuck's sake, it's still great. And since it's Halloween, I'm gonna eat some Halloween candy. I keep yelling at Chris to get candy, but he hasn't yet. Yeah, but apparently I'm a monster, and yes. the the two the two kinds of candy that we have that I enjoy most are Almond Joy and Reese's Pieces. Fuck Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Fuck Kit Kats and fuck Hershey's. I hear a monster because you're eating coconut. Mmm. What the fuck's wrong with coconut? I, I want all of those things. Go to the store. Go to the store. Go to the store. Yes. <laughs> Press pause on the podcast, Chris. Go drive to the store and get Chris, get Atlanta some fucking candy. He can walk. It's, it's close enough. It's a pause cast. Ah. 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 Troy and I will just do the show. Get me some fucking yeah, that's when, candy. That's when Toby was on the podcast. It was a pause cast. You guys have never done a podcast it's without true. me. I know. That'd be fucking weird. It's because you do, you do it at your house. Yeah. Yeah, you're the one who records it and publishes it. True. Sometimes. I would well, just... <laughs> I mean, if anyone's going to record it, it's going to be you. But we watch Pink Flamingos. Pink Flamingos. By John Waters. Not John Walters, who is my friend from college. John Waters. And the John Waters police have shown up now. Yeah. About time. Yeah. But Come on, uh, dude. So how does this movie film start? Yeah, Chris? bro. What are you doing, dog? Well, oh, man. 
It starts with a trailer. Tighten up over there. And not like a a sizzle reel, but like an actual trailer. A mobile home. And we get a voiceover, which is John Waters. Doing his best impression of the honey badger guy. And he's letting us all know about Divine, who is the filthiest person alive. Oh, yeah. But she's not going by Divine now. Nope. On account of the filthiness. Yeah, she's Babs Johnson? Yes. Babs something or other. And uh, she lives out in the middle of nowhere in this trailer. In Phoenix, Maryland. With her son. Crackers? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Cotton, who I think is just a family friend. It's unclear to me. And is maybe in love with both Babs and Crackers? Yeah. Maybe nothing. And, uh... Her her mom, Divine's mom, Babs's mom. E-D. E-D. Yeah. Who uh, loves eggs. And the egg man. Who yeah. The eggs. You gotta really pay attention because it's not super clear, but she likes eggs. She really likes eggs. And we uh we start in the trailer where Edie is in a giant playpen. Like you do. In her underwear. Like you do. Going on and on and on about, about eggs. About eggs. And the Eggman. Like, When's the Eggman going like to be she, here? Like she does. Yeah. Where the Eggman at, though? Yeah. Those eggs, though, am I right? <laughs> Those eggs. Eggs! And, she uh. These nuts, she wants those eggs. And everybody, uh. Tries to, you know, reassure the egg man will be here eventually. We'll make you some eggs. <laughs> and everything's fine. There's eggs. That's it, it, Inexplicably, this is like a seven-minute scene. Eggs! Yep, but she's going to make us some hard-boiled eggs because eggs. And yeah. she wants eggs, and there's eggs, and they feed her eggs. For eggs. eggs. When is the egg man going to get there? Later, they Eggs all say. Clock. Yep. Am I right? And then we're introduced to uh, the marbles. Yes. Who are, Who are? Well, the the lady marble is interviewing Sandy Sandstone. Yeah. Who is Mix? Who Mix stole is Lady Marble. Yes. Who Mink Stole has been uh, in a, basically every John Waters movie ever? I believe so. Yeah. And uh, and Sandy Sandstone has only been in this movie. Yeah. A lot of people have only been in this movie. Yeah. Although she was... She did a good job. She could have been in another movie, but I guess she decided not to be. Yeah. And uh, the interview was going poorly. Well, because she didn't know who Divine was before she researched who Divine was. Yeah, and if you're going to work for the Marbles, you got to know who Divine is, obviously. Yes, because Divine is filthy, and the Marbles want to be the filthiest people alive. Yeah. This is all a competition. 
Yes. This yeah, this whole movie is predicated on the idea that people want to be the filthiest people alive. Well, at least these people. Well, any people at all ever. Eggs. He was my favorite character in True Blood season one. Eggs. Yes. McCad Brooks played uh, Eggs. What? He ain't wrong. Eggs. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, we basically just learn that, you know, these are the marbles. There's they're team marbles people. and team divine. Yes. And they're squaring off. Yes. And team marbles, the lady has red hair and the guy has blue hair. And in team divine, divine is divine. Crackers is the sun and cookie is the other lady that is there cotton and then and then yeah cotton not cookie cookie shows up later yeah uh and cotton also lives with them and then Edie is the grandmother crackers not cotton what the hell is anybody talking about we already said crackers i'm so confused i stopped paying attention for a second you need more metroids dog i'm a pint and a half into like 17 percent alcohol beer at this point so i can't be trusted with anything that's fair. Except for to correct Chris if he says murder instead of murder in the Erdler. I can I can be trusted with that. So uh back at the Divine compound. The trailer. Divine is heading out and taking crackers, because crackers has a hot date he's gotta pick up. Yep. And she has some errands to run. Yes. Divine has to do some shopping. Yeah. So they uh, hop in the motherfucking Coupe de Ville. Yes, which they zoom in on to make sure you know that it is a Coupe de Ville. Yeah. They uh, try to hit a guy jogging. Well, they drive by the spot that they use in Desperate Living where the cop pulls them over, which no one who has not seen the movie won't know about because we haven't described it in the podcast yet because... We have a lost episode for Desperate Living currently. Yeah. Put that in the lost media wiki. Yeah. Chris is fucked that a it thing? up. Yes. Ooh. You should check it out. It's pretty it's pretty wild sometimes. We'll have to, we'll have to put that in there because I think that counts. Because it is lost and media. It's true. By definition, it fits. <laughs> and they, uh, they see a soldier hitchhiking. And they're going to stop and give him a ride, but they're just tricking him. It's the old stop to give a hitchhiker a ride, shoot him the bird and peel out move. Yes. Which we've because all done. Soldiers, because soldiers fucking suck, am I right? We've all been there. Mm-hmm. But thank you for your service anyway. Sometimes you just got to get forked the bird. It's just like... I mean, I feel like soldiers should be used to getting the bird at this point. Yeah. Everybody's I mean, it's better, than, it's better than being shot at. True. And then um, we head back over to the Marble Residence. Mm. Where we learn what the marbles do for a living. They do a wonderful service. By they run a baby children. meal. They, they sell babies to lesbians. Yeah, specifically. 
A lesbian baby meal. Lesbians named Merle. Yeah. Which I wonder if if uh, Merle in The Walking Dead was a callback to this Merle. Almost assuredly not. They're both based on Merle Haggard. Mm. <laughs> I will say, though, Merle does not exist in the comics, so Merle was made up for the show. Or maybe it's Daryl, and Merle exists in the, sh- in the comics. I don't fucking remember. Fair enough. Just ignore me, this episode, listeners. Oh, of all the episodes I chose to record you. Yeah, I mean, last one, I made salient points, and so it was a problem. This one, you could have just gotten rid of me, and no one would fucking notice. That's true. Except for all the gaps. Man, I drank about this movie, listeners. <laughs> I just want you to know that. That's a good way to watch this film. Yeah, although the ending might give you an unhappy ending. That's saying you made it all the way to the ending. There's a few points where I could understand if you pulled the fucking panic button ripcord. eject. Yeah, you pulled the ripcord. And just, yeah. Yeah. No. no the fuck out the on it. I made it to all the way to the end and then almost, almost hurled. But we'll get there. We'll get there. And, uh, so Mrs. Marble sends her servant, butler, butler. guy, Channing. Like Channing Tatum. Tatum. Yeah, exactly like him. Magic Mike. Yeah. 21 so, Jump Street. So old Magic Jump Street heads down to the holding quarters. The I think you mean the baby dungeon. Yeah. Where they keep the pregnant girls what until they have the babies. Dungeon factory. And there's a dead one down there. Yeah, well, she just had the baby. And like women used to do back before industrial times, just die during childbirth. Yeah, which upsets the other impregnated woman. Well, she was mostly mad that they hadn't got rid of the body. Yeah, I mean, you don't want a dead body around your unborn baby. Yeah, I mean, they've never said it's even, good for an unborn baby, but they've never said it's bad for it. So, I mean, not even Texas requires you to keep a dead body around your de- unborn baby yet. And yes, and Texas has a lot of laws about your unborn baby. So, and this is where we learned that uh, uh, Channing has several jobs. One of them to be impregnate the women in the baby dungeon. Yeah. Oh, and don't worry. It's worse than whatever you're thinking right now. Yes. That'll be a theme in this. Whatever yeah. you're thinking is about to happen. No, nah, it's worse than that. Yeah. And uh, so she she takes him up, or Channing takes up the baby. The lesbians are super stoked. Noodles? Well, Noodles was the baby's name? Needles. Needles. You know, like you name a baby. Like Sharon. Sharon Needles. Yeah, exactly. One of my favorite contestants from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. And uh, from Newton, Iowa, by the way. Represent. Yeah, Iowa produces uh, Sharon Needles, Seth Rollins, and, I mean, 
Big E played football at University of Iowa. Slipknot. And Slipknot. And me. Yeah, they have a lot to apologize for. Exactly. Way to go, Iowa. Yeah. I'll be there in November. Like that song? Yeah, actually, he fucking name checks Iowa in that song. Really? <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, what, uh, Gone Till November by what the fuck's his name from the Fugees. Um, Wyclef Jean. Yeah. He, he, he fucking name checks Iowa in that movie, or in that song. Wild. He went, the, the sheriff wants to hear some of that picking. I don't know what that means. Picking like it's never mind. Fair it's enough. A, it's a musical style. Oh, okay. Usually like on guitar or banjo. Oh. Well, I only listen to sped up music boxes, so that's why <laughs> I don't understand that. Yeah. It's true. I mean, now granted, in the South, picking might refer to cotton. However, in yeah. the Midwest, picking refers to music. <laughs> So we uh we get the hell out of the f- marble residence, and we meet yeah. back up with Divine and Cracker, who are somehow better people. <laughs> and uh, Cracker goes off to beat his date, while Divine heads to the local bodega to purchase sh- purchase some meat. Yeah. And then put it between her legs. Betwixt. Betwixt her nethers. Yeah. And then there's some... Kaylee from Serenity. There's some guy with some hot dogs who's being real weird. He's there. I mean, are you talking Mr. Marble? No. The guy at the bodega who has just a pack of hot dogs and he's being all weird. I don't really understand what's happening. I remember. Uh, I, I might have been on my phone at that point. And then uh, she takes a walk through the streets of Baltimore, which which you can tell they are guerrilla filming because these are real people who are seeing Divine just walk down the street being like, what the fuck is even happening right now? (laughs) Because it's what, 1972? Yeah. And they're... uh, they're not in the part of Baltimore you would expect them to be in, we'll say. Balmer. So it's a bunch of like what appears to be pretty legit reaction shots of people just walking, watching Divine walk down the street. And like Divine, so Divine, Divine's a drag queen, which is great. Except like her hair starts like in the middle of the top of her fucking head. That's fucking wild. I don't know what is up like, with that in this. Like, so, okay, so her. Her non-drag queen persona. Like, does he, is he bald? Does he shave his head? I have literally the only time I've ever seen not drag divine is in uh, Hairspray. Hairspray. So here's the other thing, too. Is her wig has roots. I don't think that's a wig. So, like, her hair just starts in the middle of the top of her head? Or shaves the front of the hair. Yeah, I like she gave her like like a half tonsure. I maybe for the movie, it's it's totally plausible. 
But no, it just seems to be the way Divine looks, though. Is like her hair just starts in the, like the, the middle of the top of her head. That's true. And so, like, I assumed it was a wig because what I've learned from RuPaul's Drag Race, the six or seven seasons I've watched at this point, is that they wear wigs. But it, if that's her real hair, I don't know what the fuck's going on at this point. I don't actually know. It doesn't appear to be a wig in the movie. Well, that might just be fucking drag queen magic too, Chris. That's true. They are witches. Yeah. So, but if it's but if it's a wig, the wig has roots, which also just fucking blows my mind. That's a commitment to the bit. Yeah. And uh we cut back to Mrs. Marbles wondering where her husband, Mr. Marbles, is. Oh, he's in the park, honey. Uh, yeah, he's partaking in his favorite pastime. Tying sausages to his penis and chasing around teenage girls. Salami fishing. Yeah. Oh, also, he has a weird mask on. Don't forget that, because that's part of the thing. Well, you don't want to be identified, even though you have fucking bright blue hair. And how many dudes have bright blue hair in 1972? Six. I mean, I feel like the fact that he tied an entire kielbasa to his dick probably is taking some of the eyes off of his hair color at that point. Oh, so it's a distraction technique. Yeah. I really, I don't, I'll say this a lot, probably this episode... I'm not 100% sure what the end game of the fucking sausage dick move is. I mean, some dudes apparently just want to show their dicks off to people who don't want to see them. But why why like, the sausage? I don't know. Like I'm all for I'm all for people showing their dicks off to people who want to see their dicks. I mean, I am 100% on board with that. Yeah, consensual dick zero. showing. Side me up. I am 0% on board with showing your dick to people who don't want to see your dick, whether or not there is a fucking sausage tied to it. That's a, a fairly non-controversial stance, but I support it. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of basic that way. I understand. I'll just drink my pumpkin spice latte and wear my vest and boots. I'm okay with that. And not show my dick to people who didn't specifically ask to see it. Yeah, I'm very okay with that. It is with twine, for God's sake. Like, I don't even... Yeah. I don't know. Really uncomfortable. I, I kind of want to throw it back to Desperate Living, but we haven't actually aired an episode on Desperate Living yet. But I feel like John Waters has a thing about, like, torment to dicks. Not a big thing, but, like, it just feels like he needs to throw that into a movie every now and then. Just sprinkle it in there, like, seasoning. Yeah, you don't have too much dick torment. It'll overwhelm the rest of the flavor. Exactly. And you can't, like, unsalt a dish just like you can't untorment a dick. Yeah, it's true. Once you torment the dick, the dick remembers. Yep. Right and, on uh, the the dick remembers. Dick remembers! Yeah. So now we're heading back to the uh, the trailer. Where yes. Cracker and Cookie have shown up. Yeah, Cookie being Cracker's date. Yeah. And her, she is the spy. 
Yes. Hired she is by the marbles, for the marbles to get information She's about a, Divine. Yes, because they, because even though that the marbles they kind of fund some things like porn dungeons and heroin in elementary schools. Yeah, like they can't really draw too much attention to themselves to be declared the filthiest people alive. True. They still, they still want to be the filthiest people alive. So they. They need to gather as much intel on Divine as they can, because then they can bring down Divine, then by default, they will be the filthiest people alive. Everybody's got to want something. I. It just seems like a, a, low, a low goal to shoot for. Don't yeah. you think, Atlanta? Somebody has to. I mean, yeah, but... I mean, we can't all reach for the stars. No, but maybe you could just reach for the mountains. Nah, reach for the filth. I mean, head for the mountains of bush. Beer. Filth. But yeah, so now Cookie is there gathering information. Yeah. And she, she decides to gather information by boning Cracker. Yeah. And Cotton is all about this. Yeah, she wants to watch Cracker fuck Cookie in the chicken coop. Yeah. And that's what happens. Well, I mean, yeah, if you just want to gloss over that amazing (laughs) portion of cinematic fucking excellence. Well, I mean, so... Cookie and Cracker have sex. Uh huh. There's a chicken between them through most of the sex. At least one. At least one. Um, the the chicken does die during the intercourse. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely dead. It bleeds everywhere. Yeah, but as John Waters states, they bought that chicken from a farmer who advertised freshly killed chickens. So. He feels like, well, they they made the chicken a star, and then they killed it, instead of just having it killed. And they did eat it, according to John Waters. Yeah, so, is it animal cruelty as much as in unorthodoxly killing an animal and eating it is? No, I like, so, how, you, I like how you definitely sidestepped this new animal cruelty issue, and not some kind of weird chicken bucket three-way. Chicken bucket. I applaud you I mean, for that. The chicken's cloaca was not involved in this movie, Chris. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we all have regrets in our creative endeavors, much like John Waters does. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, probably would prefer the chicken didn't die during the filming of the movie, but chicken died during the fucking, and Cotton watched it happen while apparently uh, taking care of business down below. Yeah. And Cotton is and, just getting hers the whole time she's watching through the yeah. window. All I will say, we definitely get to see uh, Cracker's Dingle da- Dingle Dangle. Yeah. So, yeah, that that there's a lot of Dingle Dangle in this movie. There's a, 
It's about 50-50. Uh, she's probably about 60-40 boob to dick in this movie, which is way more even than you usually see in a movie. Yeah. Unless it's a porno. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. And it's usually one-to-one because, you know. And as, uh, as all this nonsense is happening, the Eggman shows up because he has poor timing or good timing, depending. Yeah. And he shows off his wares to Edie. He's got all of them eggs. Know what I'm saying? He's got he's got he's large, got, extra large, medium, small, white ones, brown ones. He don't give a fuck. Free range, organic. Free range, organic. Limited range. And uh, Edie is freaking out when he shows up because he's like just shouting like. Like a carnival barker. Eggman here? Like you're at the ball game, you know? Eggman, got your eggs here? I mean, the craziest part was when he just hammered that egg into his his head like a blockhead. Yeah. No. No, that didn't happen, but that would have been amazing. It would have been. Hey, Matt, can you uh, get on that for us? Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, I know you can do a nail, but can you do an egg? That's a fair question. Yeah. Do the human egghead for us. Yes, please. And record it. Yes. Uh, video. Like, YouTube it for us, please. Yeah. We will We will share it to the tens of our fans. Literally dozen of our fans. <laughs> and uh, the Eggman is cordially invited to uh, Divine's birthday party. I think you mean Babs's birthday party oh. because she is now known as Babs. That's true. Because she's on the lamb. And uh, killed Chris, calling her by her real name. And the Eggman well, is like, shit, yeah. yeah. Like, fuck yeah, I've never been to a non egg party before. Let's try one of these parties that isn't egg based. Mm, egg based parties. And then, meanwhile, back at the Marble Residence, the Hall of Justice, the Marbles are doing some weird foot fetish shit. Yep. They're like foot 69ing, which is weird. Yep. I mean, there's weirder things they could be doing, but. Okay, in fairness, I guess foot 69ing in this movie specifically is the most vanilla ass shit you're going to get, so. Probably. And even in 1972, I guess Foot 69 was fairly out there. And uh, their foot coitus is interrupted by a phone call from Cookie. Yep. Who's like, man, I had to do some shit to get this intel. So you better. I literally had to fuck a chicken to death. Yeah. So you better be fucking paying me. And they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever, pay you, sure. I don't know why you think we wouldn't, just because we're the self-proclaimed filthiest motherfuckers in the world. Yeah, she's like, you know, that doesn't, like, really stand out as a good credit rating. Which is fair. I agree. And she agrees to lay down the info that she got. Uh, Location, alias, date of the party... And they're very excited because they can finally give Divine the present. I'm sorry, Babs the present. 
Yes. That they've yeah, had the for a year. Because now they have a mailing address for her, which is literally a trailer. Yeah. In Phoenix, Maryland. Yeah. So they take the package to the postman with said address. Postman's like, that's fucking checks out and fucking sends it on its way. That's an yeah, he put, I've ever seen it. Puts a couple of fucking stamps on it, like you know, like the rubber stamps. Yeah. We don't know what they say. Legitimate postage, like, I assume. Yeah. Fuck this shit. And uh, we cut back to the trailer where Babs has produced her crotch steak from earlier. Yep. And she has cooked up to a nice golden black. Yeah. And uh, they're just about to dig in for dinner when the knock at the door happens. And they're like, they go into full defense mode. Yeah, knives, guns, let's do this thing. Mm-hmm. But it's but just Bab the postman. It and just her bra and a pair of pants. Yeah. And the postman's there. Yeah. And he's like, uh, registered letter. Special delivery. Sign yeah. here, please. And Babs is like delivery. We don't even have a fucking address. He's like, I don't know. It says a fuck. It says a trailer in Phoenix, Maryland. This, this is the only trailer I could find in all of Phoenix, Maryland. So yeah, I'm delivering it here. So uh, they threaten him and take the package. Like you should do with every postman. I always do. That's not a federal offense. No. It's only an offense if they catch you doing it. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, they open up the package to see what's going on. It was a poop! There was a, pack- there was a package in the package. Yeah, it was a double package. A double poop package. Poop. Yep. And apparently that is literally Divine's poop from the day before. It's a real poop. It is indeed a real poop. And uh, they also sent a birthday card that said, Happy Birthday, Fatso. <laughs> Which is somehow hilarious when you know you sent a literal fucking turd to somebody. And uh Yeah. Divine not happy about this. Shockingly. Yeah, apparently in the contest for filthiest person alive, a literal box of shit is a very big affront. I mean, if you're going to filth someone, you should filth them to their face. Yeah. And uh, Divine swears vengeance. Swift and violent vengeance. There's only one thing to do. And what is that thing, Hotlanta? Burn the house down? No. No, it's to cut back to the marble residence. Cut back to the marble residence? Where they uh, they need to replace fifty percent of their baby productivity. Oh yeah, they lick all their stuff. No, not yet. No, First, but they do pick up a hitchhiker on the way back from somewhere. Yeah, and they uh, they drug her, drag her downstairs to the baby basement, the baby dungeon, the baby dungeon. And we see how Channing uh, impregnates the women. Well, how he decides to impregnate them this time. Yeah. 
Yeah, Previously, because I think he had sex with them. He doesn't he care for them. that. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't like to have sex with women or uh, with unwanted women, which makes more sense to me. Yeah. So, um, he, yeah. No, Shannon's see, a complicated character. Yeah. So he whacks it off. Wax it. He jerk. Yeah, he jerks off. He was yeah. masturbating. And then yeah. he basically like does the turkey baster bit. Yeah, with a syringe without a needle on it. Yeah, and then like, uh, a, like a baby, like a baby medicine dropper. Yeah, and then he. I mean, probably really put it in her. I don't think it was semen, but it was definitely a little syringe full of something in a woman. Yeah. And it makes the other lady puke. Yeah. Which I can, I'm 100% on board with. And now, and keep in mind, the budget of this film, by nature, makes everything that happens is really what's happening. There's no trickery. All the effects are in camera, and all the effects are not effects. Yeah, it's all in camera, and they're not effects. And oh god, I'm sorry. At some points during this film, yeah, we just shot something into a woman, and I hope it didn't harm her in any way. Yeah. So that happened. Yay! Uh, to quote IMDb at this point. Things progress. <laughs> and boy, how do you do that? Uh, the Eggman proposes to Edie. Yes. And uh, because, I mean, because if you can find a woman who loves your job more than you do, I mean, I think that's a woman that you would consider marrying. Yeah. I mean, she loves eggs. He's the Eggman. What more do you I need? Mean, I mean, if Hotlanta's wife loved, like, chicken and wings more than life itself, I'd seem like a reasonable woman to marry for Hotlanta. I smell like wings all the time. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound bad. It's not awesome. Can't verify. I mean, if Chris's wife loved computers... More than life itself. Chris always smells like a computer. That's true. Yeah. I reek of silicone almost constantly. <laughs> silicon or silicone? Silicone. <laughs> Specifically. Silicone. I, I would think that would be a plastic surgeon who would reek of silicone, Chris. No. That's why you shouldn't go to Uruguay to get procedures done. But that's not important okay. right now. <laughs> Uh, just epoxy that that processor down, right? Yeah. That heat sink. Just epoxy that heat sink to the processor. It's fine. Yeah, you want to make sure that heat sink doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Thermal conductivity is for assholes. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> so, uh, it's party time, though, boys. Woo! Woo. And it's the big birthday bash. Yeah, because Divine's turning a year older. Yep. And uh, she gets... She's opening presents. She's opening poppers. Yeah, real poppers. Not a bit. They do poppers during this scene. Yeah. It was 1972. You could just buy those motherfuckers. 
Uh, okay, so it sounded to me, at least like in the mid-2000s, it was pretty easy to acquire poppers as well. Yeah, but uh, like the early 70s, you could just go to like a fucking Walgreens or whatever and just get some fucking poppers. Yeah. I I don't know where my friends got the poppers in the mid-2000s, but they definitely uh, would do poppers on the weekends. And uh, she gets poppers, she gets vomit, probably fake, maybe real, hard to tell from the angle. Pretends to lick it. Yeah. And uh, everybody's having a good time. Uh, There's a stripper with a snake, which, okay, just... So, stripper plus snake. Is that like an Adam and Eve thing? Because, like, it shows up, like, in From Dust Till Dawn as well with Osama Hayek. So, like, what is, like, is the snake supposed to be, it's like, is it an Adam and Eve thing? Is the snake supposed to be, like, a a penis allegory? Like, what's going on there? I don't know, because, yeah, you got, like, what, that Britney Spears video or whatever? Oh, yeah, talk, does it? A slave, like I'm a slave for you. Yeah, she she that? does like the the sensual snake dance. Yeah, like I don't know. It's like is it a biblical thing? Is it like the snake is supposed to be a stand-in for a penis? I don't know. But there's a stripper with a snake. Yeah. And then there's a guy with a butthole. Yeah, he does butthole tricks. It's mostly a beefy wink. <laughs> yeah, I I was wondering if he was just gonna just squeeze a shit out while he was doing that, but apparently not. I thought he was trying to get his insides out. Well, he was attempting to... It looked to me like he was attempting to prolapse his asshole while it just bent in half. Yeah. I don't know. I the, I don't understand the eroticism of that, but okay. I don't think any part of this movie is supposed to be erotic. <laughs> I mean, a stripper, I can kind of, like, maybe see an attempt to be erotic. I, like I think female, we could all just say, stripper. based on what this movie had already done, I'm just glad he didn't put his own dick in his mouth. Yeah, I kind of expected that. Yeah. I might have been more okay with that, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and not that, hey, look, sure. you want to put your own dick in your mouth, that's your business. I'm not here to judge. I mean, that's a goal to strive for. Yeah. Die Whereas, with a smile on his face. Whereas, yeah, <laughs> his balls resting on his lips. But, uh, but like, uh, just making your, your brown eye wink at people, I don't know if that's really a life skill. I mean, how did you know you could do that? I, a mirror, I think, is the only answer to that question. How do you get... To be the butthole guy in John Waters movies, practice, practice, practice. practice. <laughs> that old saying. Yeah. So that happens. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's it's a John Waters movie. Yep. It's and, exercise in uh, bad taste. And the whole time, the marbles are watching. Yes. And they make a make a break for it. Head to the local payphone. And, and apparently give very exact directions to where the the shit is hitting the fan. Yeah. Like and apparently then, if you actually followed those directions, you could you would end up where that scene was shot. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's what IMDb trivia tells me. 
And uh, real cops show up. Well, real for the movie. Yeah. And it looks like the party is uh, taken off. Until? Uh, turns out they were just gearing up. Who is they? Uh, the party members. Oh, yeah, they decide to, I don't know, eat the cops. Yeah. Kill Andy. Which, you know, cool. I mean, the cops weren't rich, but it's a start. I mean, all cops are bastards is what I've heard. Yeah. Consume all cops. That's what I hear. And, yep, they uh, they kill and eat the cops. Like, raw. Even the, even the egg guy. Yeah, even Eggman gets in on it. Yeah. He's not the walrus, though, just to be clear. No. Cuckoo He's the bad guy from Cuckoo Sonic. Cuckoo And, uh... They, uh... The Marvels head home. Because their plan was foiled. Well, they think they did it. They called the cops. They're a bunch of stinking oh, yeah. rats. They think they did the thing. And they're very excited. But then they come home to find... Channing dressed up in Mrs. Marble's clothes. Specifically her lingerie. Yeah, her lingerie. Yes. So her his nipples are now touching the same parts of the clothing as her nipples would touch. I mean, it happens. I did... I did... Get your bits earlier to watch this film, so that is right. I did I did put my bits in your computer. Yeah. I accepted your bits greedily. Demanded even. I, I requested them specifically. <laughs> I ceded to you, Chris. <laughs> oh God. That sounded so much worse <laughs> when you say it out loud. <laughs> How else would I say it? And uh, they're they're real mad about the yeah. whole lingerie acting like Mrs. Marvel and thing. Like, and he's like, for fuck's sake, you have me driving your car, helping you kidnap people, making me fuck ladies. Like, I need to fucking blow off some steam. And if that involves putting on your clothes, you're just going to have to fucking deal with it, lady. Yeah. But they're not having it, so they lock him in his room as punishment. That's right. Like, he's a fucking six-year-old. And now, uh, Mr. Marbles needs to blow off some steam. So he heads to the park. Where he has tied a salami to his dick, oh. as is his want to do. No, wait, wait, I'm sorry. First, they head back out to the trailer. Oh, that's right. And uh, Mink Stole almost sets herself on fire. Trying to set the trailer on fire. Well, because yeah, they they pour a bunch of gasoline all inside the trailer, and then they take a piece of wood and light that on fire, and nearly light themselves on fire at the same time. Yep, and then they burn down the trailer. Yep, because apparently that's a theme in John Wars movies. Only we won't mention that because we haven't done Desperate Living yet. That's fair. Officially, officially, in our hearts, we've already done it. That's right, in our hearts and groins. And then they stop at the park for some victory salami tying to your penis, exposing yourself to people. Yes. Only. 
There's uh-huh. a, a fine looking woman who he shows off some of his some of his upper torso to her. She shows off some of her upper torso to him. He shows off his dick and salami. She shows off her dick to him. Yep. And he he's like, oh, wait, I can't handle that. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, my God, it's it's not gross that I'm just exposing myself to you unsolicited. But the fact that you have a penis, I can't handle that. It was bigger than his. I think he just got envious. I mean, that's possible, too, because fuck that guy. Yeah. And, uh, meanwhile, Divine and Crackers and Cookie end up back at the house, or the trailer, and it's burning all down. Yep. And they are unhappy about this fact. Yep. So now it's time for vengeance. And how do you get vengeance? Uh, With your tongue. Yep, you lick all of somebody's stuff. Because once you lick it, it's yours now. Yeah. So they're running around, licking everything. They're licking the bed, the couch, the coffee table. Chair, the dining room table. the Like, make sure to take off your shoes so you can get your feet on the floor. Yeah, but don't shit in the living room. That's weird. No, 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 no. I mean, that's just gross. But do make time to uh, fillet your own son in the dining yeah. room. Give your son the gift that only a mother can give to them. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a hell of a thing that happens. It is. Yep. You can't be prepared I mean, for it. That's one way to cast a spell? Yeah. So, you know... As they're in the throes of incestual passion, yep. which is another reason I hope nobody ever listens to this. <laughs> another thing Chris never thought he would have to say in his life. They hear a, a ruckus coming from the baby dungeon. Could, could you describe the ruckus? Well, not from the baby dungeon. They hear a ruckus from upstairs. Yes. And they but catch... You, you need to describe the ruckus, Chris. Uh, it sounds like a guy locked in his room as punishment for wearing his boss's lingerie. Oh, okay. That's not the ruck- same ruckus from uh, The Breakfast Club, then. No, it's a very much not the same ruckus. No. I mean, it's close, but not the same. And they find, uh, what's his head? Channing. Channing Tatum. Channing. Not Tatum. What are we. T- Channing Mike. Yeah, Magic Channing. There we go. And uh, they find him upstairs, and he's like, ah, I'm just a help man, I don't know. But I'll tell you what they do do, is they do sell babies to lesbians, and they make me impregnate the women to make the babies to sell to lesbians. I will take you down to the baby dungeon. Yeah, and they find the uh, the captives. And yes. they're like, oh my god, thank god somebody's here. Please let us the fuck out. And uh, they do. Yay! Which, you know, makes them less filthy in my mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, just because you're filthy doesn't mean you're a terrible person. 
And like, yeah, so is, is filthiness like on the morality scale, the ethics scale, the personal hygiene scale? Like, it's kind of everything. But I mean, yeah. no civilians, right? Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So it's like war filthiness. Yeah. Okay. Like the Geneva Conventions apply to filthiness. Yeah, it's, it's it's just like Omar if we're talking Baltimore. Okay. No civilians. Divine, divine's coming. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they free the captives, and they're like, "Uh, well, give us give us fucking magic, fucking chanting. We're gonna, I don't know something. I mean, we can't really fuck him." To- that's because that's what he was doing to us. We'll figure it out. Yeah, and Divine's like, I don't give a shit what you do to the fucking guy. I don't yeah, fucking I don't. kill him for all I give a shit. You could stick your finger up his ass and play him like a puppet. I don't care. Yeah, and they're like... Or hand up his ass. They're like, nah, we think we'll cut his dick off. Also a theme in Jim John's John Waters movies that we can't really get into yet because we haven't done a certain movie officially for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, you know, cut his dick off. Not shown. Thankfully? But implied. Yeah. I mean, Fight Club implied it almost, so that's fine. Gotta take his balls. Yeah. And, uh, The marbles they they leave. The marbles come home, and they're they tr- they're they think they won. Yep, and they they try to sit on their furniture. Yeah, but the couch rejects her, which is yeah. I don't know why that's funny, but that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> because they licked the couch, because uh, Divine and Cracker licked the couch, so it is now theirs. Yeah, and it will not it will not hold. The buttocks of their enemies. Yeah, it's pretty fucking great because Mick Stoll just lays down on the couch and the couch just fucking throws her on the floor. <laughs> the couch has rejected you, says Mr. Marvels. It's <laughs> my favorite bit in this whole fucking movie. <laughs> so uh, this clearly panics the Marvels because it's not every day your couch throws you on the floor. <laughs> And so they go through the house. Channing's gone. The girls have escaped. There's a castrated Channing down there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, fuck, we're gonna get out of here. But they gotta uh, leave. Things are not gone to plan. No. And when they try to leave, the the whole Divine crew is waiting for them in the living room. And they snag them up because they're taking them back to the place the trailer was for their trial. That's right. And uh, and that's and but they're doing the trial in front of the press because Divine called the Tattler, the Midnight the, something, the Midnight Sun, and something else. The other There's one. Third, yeah, the other media outlet. And uh, Divine gives the somewhat iconic spiel about her political beliefs. Yes, Chris, tell us about her political beliefs. Uh, it's basically kill everyone, legalize murder, 
Uh, Legalized cannibalism. Yeah. Eat shit. Don't die. I don't remember the exact spiel. Well, and, and uh, I mean, this, this isn't a communist daycare, Chris. You should be able to remember it. It's true. It's uh, tell your mother, <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so, uh, the trial begins. Cookie is called to this, or not Cookie, Cotton is called to the stand, and she's like, Yeah, fuck those guys. Fuck him in the butt with a barbed wire wrapped baseball bat. The uh, vine says defense. Oh, nothing weird. Next up, it's cracker. Weird. You're you're gagged. It's weird that you can't actually say anything in your defense. Yeah, crackers, you're up. Crackers basically says fuck him too. No Shot rebuttal. Yeah. So they tar and feather him. Literally. Yeah. But it's and not they- like. They dip them in tar. They just kind of smear some tar on them. Yeah. And then uh, they get shot in the head. They're dead now. With, like, the iconic, like, picture of, like, Divine holding a gun that is used with this movie. And the reporters are like, cool. This is never going to get published. Yeah, like, I'd love to publish this because that would be amazing. But I can't believe my editor would ever allow me to publish this. But if we don't publish this, Divine's probably just going to straight up kill us. Yeah. But I don't know how I can convince my editor to publish this. But that's a that's a problem for another day. That's future me problem. Yeah. That's future reporter problems. <laughs> and uh, Team Divine decides they're going to head off to Boise to remake themselves. They talk about new hairstyles, whether or not they're dressed like lesbians. Yeah. I'm just glad that they acknowledge that Boise was in Idaho and not in Iowa because for some fucking reason, Americans confuse the two. Really? Oh, fucking yeah. Like, like, oh, like where the potatoes are from? Like, no, that's Idaho. Oh. If only they weren't several thousand miles apart. Yeah, but Jesus fucking Christ, do Americans not know the difference between Idaho and Iowa? And uh, we get what probably is the seed that this movie is most known for. Yes. Who, who wants to Who wants to do this one? Diviney's dog poop off the sidewalk after you watch the dog make the poop. There you go. Thank you, Atlanta. Yeah. You contributed to the podcast. I try. Oh, and it's poop. It's real poop. Yep. And she like not only just eats it, but like squeezes it through her teeth a little bit. And it, it, you know, it's real because you can see the fact that she wants to fucking die while she's doing it. Oh god, I, mm, I came about two hairs breaths away from just like throwing up in my mouth on oh. that one. Real talk. We were eating watching this movie. Oh, God. And I paused it and said, you can finish eating first, sir. I don't want to be the guy who did that. I said, I know it's about to happen, Hotlanta. Yeah. Why don't you Mm. finish your dinner real quick, buddy? 
It was some two girls, one cup level of uh, nausea for me. Yeah, I was like, mm, oh, and like, and I was like, I knew it was coming, but that didn't help. Not really. No. It, no. it makes it worse because you know, you know, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah, I knew it was like the last scene of the movie. And then I got to that part. And I'm like, oh, I know what's coming. And oh, mm, oh, uh, oh, oh, okay, good. Okay, I didn't actually vomit. That's good. Um, oh, good. The movie's ending. Maybe if I just drink a little water, things will settle down. And that's it. That's Pink Flamingos. Pink Flamingos. Unless you watch the, the version that we both downloaded, which has a little bit of like some deleted scenes that John Waters introduces. Yeah, which is fun. Yeah. You know, you find out that apparently uh, Cracker and Cotton went to go kill Cookie after they found out that she was the snitch. Yeah. Snitches get killed. Get killed. So, Hotlanta, ah. what are your feelings? This whole movie was fucked. Um, that's that's pretty much it. The whole thing was fucked. Uh, I guess I'd say watch it just one time, just so you can say you've watched the most fucked movie ever made. But, yeah. I guess it's lit. It's not bad. I can't say nah, bruh, but... I, the butthole thing on screen blowjob. <laughs> I was confused by the butthole thing. So yeah, like, it's, like uh, was it was it supposed to be erotic? Hopefully not. Uh, it was just yeah no this this whole thing is fucked. The whole thing's fucked. Chris. Yeah, I mean, this movie almost defies like a, a traditional rating of some sort. Not that we really give traditional ratings, Chris. Fair. But, like, it's unpleasant. It's not particularly, like, none of it's great technically. Like, a lot of the shots, a lot of the scenes are just soundtracked over with no dialogue because they didn't have like an external microphone to shoot the scenes like in the city or when they're driving or whatever. So like technically it's not great. The acting's not the best. The story is just nonsense. But it's exactly what it's supposed to be, if that makes sense. Like, the whole thing is just supposed to be weird and off-putting. And it succeeds in that. So, it does exactly what it sets out to do. And it does it particularly well, in my book. Recommend it? Hmm, that's tough. I think you could probably watch the first, like, ten minutes of this. And you'll probably know if you're going to be able to go through the whole thing. Not that it won't go further places from there. Yeah, it's like cinematic chicken. You can watch this, see how long you can go before you punch out. 
Yeah. And just say, nope, and you hit the fucking stop button immediately. Say, no, that was enough for me, thank you. Like, in some ways, this is way tamer than it must have been in 1972, but I'm still impressed in how off-putting it still is almost 50 years later. Yeah, and I will say the version that we watched had, like, some inner, like, just people, reactions from people coming out of theater, and so many people were like, oh, that was fucking great. And I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, there there is definitely something to it. Uh, even though we didn't get the recording in, I like Desperate Living more. Yeah. But this is, if nothing else, this is something that you should knock off of the bingo sheet if you're even remotely into something trashy and garbagey and exploitation-y, you owe it to yourself to just be able to say, yeah, I saw that. What do you think, Troy? Um, well, I didn't, I won't really say this movie was enjoyable. I think it was worth watching. Especially like, say if you're going to watch two John Waters movies, I think watching this one and then watching Desperate Living would be the way to go. Because I feel like you would get like John Wires trying to figure things out in Pink Flamingos and then John Waters having figured things out in Desperate Living. Like, because again, we haven't done it for the podcast yet because our, our audio did not, re- well, my audio did not record. Um, like, Desperate Living captured the magic. Um, Pink Flamingos is still trying to find the magic. And it's interesting. This movie is, I mean, if not, and I will say this in the most Midwestern sense possible, this movie was interesting. Uh, it, it takes you places. It goes on a journey. It's definitely an exercise in bad taste. I would not recommend it to my wife. I would recommend it to anyone who likes exploitation bullshit. Uh, which I also enjoy, and I say bullshit in the nicest way possible. Um, but yeah, this movie—if you—if you like cult movies, this movie is definitely one to watch if you haven't watched it yet. But I mean, I'm not upset I watched it. I'm not happy I watched it. But I would say if you like this podcast, you probably should watch it at least. Watch as much of it as you can. And yeah. uh, if, you, if you get to the end and Corpophagia messes with you, maybe don't watch it all the way to the end. Yeah. I I came about two hair's breaths away from puking in my mouth, but and I knew it was coming. So And if you do watch it, let us know how far you make it. Did you get all the way yeah. through? Yeah, and I know some of you have seen already, like Christian, but, you know, maybe watch it again, Christian, if you haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, and you're going to have to steal it, because there's no fucking way this is ever getting on a streaming service. Yeah, and if I happen to have my my, uh, client open, maybe I will feed you some of my bits. Yeah, seed me your bits. So, Chris, uh, what are we watching next week now that we have completed John Waters Month? 
We are watching Girl with All the Gifts. As suggested by Brett. I'm Hotlanta. Yes, you're Hotlanta, but Brett suggests the movies. He's a different guy. Yeah, you're like Finn Balor in The Demon. That's the one. Yeah, you're the demon. Finn Balor suggests the movies. Yes, yes, quite. I'm actually excited about this one. Brett may have actually suggested us a good movie. Hey, Street Trash. Come on. I mean, that Street Trash was enjoyable. I won't say it was a good movie. So what if other people would like to tell us how far they got through Pink Flamingos? How would they do it? They could tell us that on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can go to slaughterhouseprincess.com figure out all kinds of stuff there. We're on Reddit. You can tweet us at slaughterprince. No vowels. Uh, yeah, YouTube, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Barking at Your Alexis, uh, Patreon store and discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Yeah. I do believe that is everything. So come back next time for a girl with all the gifts. And while our podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. Bye. Yeah, it was like, okay. <laughs>